The views expressed at WTFlandia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. This episode of WTF Landia Radio Show is brought to you by WTF. If you have the same burning questions as we do, then you'll find it here. Well, that's our hope anyway. This episode of WTF Landia Radio Show is not brought to you by the World Economic Forum, WEF, but the members of the World Economic Forum are gathering to bring about the abilities to create a phenomenal world. What is the phenomenal world that we are looking into? Well, join the conference in Davos, Switzerland. Maybe you can get on the guest list of the World Economic Forum. WTF and WEF, not in collaboration, but possibly in the future. Welcome to your WTF Landia radio show, my friends. Welcome, welcome. You are very welcome to join us on this lovely day at whichever point of the day that you are tuning in to the show. Now, there's one thing I do know is that uh, the show sounds like it is on the radio. However, we do know that radio is almost non-existent. People have serious satellite. They've got they've got their smartphones projecting music onto their Wi-Fi systems in their smart cars. So we've adjusted. We have definitely adjusted our programming, podcast programming, to suit radio style. And it's only because I love nostalgia and I love uh, radio. So, there you have it. This, in fact, has nothing to do with what I came to talk to us about. <laughs> oh my goodness, like, if the world hasn't been weirder, it just continues to get weirder. So, I will um, turn down my messaging so we don't have to hear that. But, it just keeps getting weirder and weirder and weirder by the second... And uh, we've had, we've actually gone through this. We know this because you've been listening to the podcast previous to this one. And we've been talking about what's actually happening. And that's that the queen died and Chuck has taken over the throne. And William's not holding his wife's hand and, you know, shutting car doors for her. I don't think they like each other much only because of this. Is that they've been married for too long. They've been married for over 15, 16 years. You don't do that type of stuff. You're just keeping it real. (laughs) Everybody expects people to come out. It's not a storybook. Even though the monarchy is just as old as those 
fables and story te- in those storytelling princes in the palace, you know, princes, books, tales, fairy tales. It's not the Prince in- William and Kate don't probably at all even do get down. She probably has a full boy that, that comes through every now and again. Um, probably a lot more now than again. And he, well, I don't know. His dad's got, have you seen his dad's fingers? Have you seen those little, well, you know those little tiny, tiny baby sausages that you eat out of the can? What are those things called? I forgot. They probably eat them more in Scotland than they do in America, but we've all tried them before. That's what his dad's fingers look like. Them things are weird. They just, they look like a, I don't know. I'm not sure what he's mixed with, what he's crossed with. With them Vienna sausages, some things, just stick it in his snicker. How do you get them in his pockets? I would abolish money just so I don't have to look at him take money out of his pocket anymore. He needs to get finger surgery. Do they have that? Do they offer that? <laughs> Let's abolish money. Let's abolish holding anything before they abolish the monarchy. Just don't use your hands for anything. Everybody chop your hands off. Those are weird looking. If you haven't looked at Prince King Charles his fingers, have a look. Google it. It looks like painful. It looks like, you know, you wouldn't put a ring on that. You know, you know if you put a ring on that, you fall asleep with it. You might wake up with a finger that's lost. You might just have to do away with it completely. Because you know how at nighttime when you sleep, you know, your limbs swell? Because your body's been pumping blood all night and you've just been laying there. So, you, you, you know, I, I sometimes put on a ring, like a smaller ring on a finger that I know I shouldn't wear overnight. And I'll wear it overnight and then I'll try to take it off in the morning. T- just, t- please tell me I'm not the only one. I'll try to take it off in the morning and I'll go, no, no, don't even do it. Because if you try to take something off, you want to continue to take it off till it's off. And then it ends up getting fatter and fatter and fatter till you almost feel like you might need to go see the firefighter, fire department. Yeah. <laughs> I can't be the only one, please. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my gosh, you guys. Seriously. What are those things? Anyways, that's also not what I came in here for. I just... I, I sense something strange in the air, and I want to acknowledge it. I want to, I want us to tackle it together so that we don't let it, well, boil over. Because she usually, usually this is how things go. It usually happens in the media before it happens anywhere else, right? So, like. They'll start talking about monkeypox, right? Just in the media, you know, oh, this is said to be an outbreak. It's happening overseas until it turns into a full throttle, you know, get down. So usually when the media is bubbling up stuff, it's because we can look forward to it being a thing. Usually. Not always. Sometimes it's just the media's got to talk about something random that's happened. But what's not random, I think, is this whole abolishing of polices and and law and order kind of thing. And it's because what's going to happen is they're going to go, all right, things have gotten so bad. Well, let me just stop. Let me take a, a sip of my lemon tea. 
and then get into it. Okay, so... Okay, so... Honestly, okay, let's jump into it. What I'm starting to notice is this trend, right? We talked about it. We talked about Chicago basically turning its... Or Illinois, I should... I digress. I think we say Chicago because Chicago is probably the most crime-riddled place in America. And those are for specific reasons. If you want to know those specific reasons, make sure you go and click on the podcast just before this one. And I talk about it. It's called Chicago is Now the Purge. Jump in there and get all cozy and snuggly with that episode. And then you'll understand a bit more of why what I'm about to talk about tonight. It, <laughs> pardon me, I'm getting choked up on my words. And that's because I'm just a little bit concerned as to what direction we're going into. And this is just me taking a bird's eye approach, so I, I wasn't really t- planning on jumping on the podcast. I usually not until something, sh- something shocks me, and then I go, okay, well, it's time to talk about it, and that's where we are. So that's usually my style of, of, of work when I say I'm working. It's because something triggered an alarm for me to go and talk about it with us on this podcast radio show, WTF Landia Radio. It's your girl, Shar Michelle. Hey, guys. Glad to have you join us. If you're here for the first time, welcome to the show. If you're a true and tried friend and listener and fan, I, I, I welcome you back and I love you. Appreciate you. If you check this out from the Library of Congress in the future, you, my friend, must be at Harvard. Is it still a thing? Or Yale? Or Princeton? Or what's one of our very astute Brown University, New York University, any of our historical black colleges and universities you can be at Stanford, you can be at Wazoo I don't know where you are but if you are uh, checking this out then you know what's up and I appreciate your brain but check it check it out so here we go here's my philosophy behind it all I think we're hearing about race, race stuff a lot these days we're hearing about dropping the proverbial ball on you've screamed for law enforcement to be abolished you scream f1 f12 not 112 they're banned a group an r&b group from the 90s and i oh, we never will f112 we will f to 112 but we won't f but we will f12 and when you <laughs> if you know you know <laughs> if you know you know 112 won't you help me see it um, on track, on track, but for real. <laughs> now that we're done, what are we thinking? Body's so soft. Okay, stop. Just can't stop thinking. You touch me there. What are we thinking? Ooh. Okay, that's 112. The R&B band from the 90s. However, F12 is the popo. Is the police? Is the public servants? Now, here's the problem. Here's the problem. Here's the problem with that. Is that uh, we did say that. We we a lot of us did. I didn't. I don't say things like that. I try not to. 
Sometimes my mouth is more slick than others. It depends on what time of the month it is. But what I will say is that, yes, PMS is a thing for me. And sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm able to be more composed than other times. This seems to be one of those times. I don't know if the earth is shifting, if CERN has opened up another wormhole, but I am sizzling hot. I'm commenting outside of my comfort zone right now on certain posts. If something looks racist, I'm getting right in there and I'm just plunging in there and I'm trying to work with the fruits of the spirit, which is love, patience, peace, kindness, gentleness, goodness, self-control, tenderness. I don't know. Look it up. But that's what I'm trying to do. And my uh, fruits of the spirit, according to scripture, is it's, 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 it's in the month of September. It's having its run at things. I'm gonna let go on that God though. I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep repenting, and saying, "Lord, forgive me, for I did that, and I don't want to do it no more. I'm sorry." But if things seem shady or racist or like bigotry, bigotry's popping off in comment sections. I'm, I'm responding. I'm not probably talking to bots, which makes me really think about what I'm doing with my time. It doesn't happen often because I don't spend a lot of time on the gram. But when I do spend some time on the gram, it's usually when I have nothing to do and I'm spending a lot of time on it. If that Does that make sense? If you know, you know. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, so what I'm getting at here is I'm noticing a trend. And not that New York Post isn't already, in my opinion, pretty far right, pretty, pretty quasi-racist. Um, but they're really getting in there these days. And they're like... There's a headline, there is a title that says something to the effect of um, I don't want to go with I don't want to go with the royals cuz it's 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 too much. Oh, that uh Okay, it says something about the fact that Jimmy Kimmel accused of white privilege after Quinta Brunson Emmy stunt falls flat and then you just it's, it's like okay cool and then you get 269 people saying a bunch of quasi to, to, to racist stuff under there and it's weird it's like Maybe it's just unfunny. Maybe it's just unfunny privilege. Maybe it's not white privilege. Maybe Jimmy Kimmel, like, he he's not always going to be funny, right? Like, he's not always going to be funny. So, I think it becomes one of those things where it's like, we are talking about um, issues that are, you know, deeper than than what we're making jokes about. The racist issue is very deep. And if left untreated, it's going to continue. I mean, haven't we had enough? Like, slavery ended over 100 years ago. Well, uh, no, well, mm, that's up for debate. Not 100 years ago. Less than that. But, like... It's still going on in a lot of ways in the structure of our American society. It's braided throughout the veins of career opportunities, of the prison systems, of of 
privilege in a lot of ways. It's just there. It never goes away because there's so many hurdles still that are set up to keep certain race and ethnic groups from achieving what would be normal, you know, next best step goals, like getting a good job, graduating from university and going to this and that. And it's like, if you have a name that's too black, your, 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 you know, job application will, will probably get looked over. It's a true thing in America. If your name is Shaquan, they're probably going to go with Laura Robbins. And I don't know if they even look to see your credentials. They might, but they go, is that palatable? It's still a thing. You know, in 2018, I believe, just a couple years ago, I'll just keep it vague, that the law in regards to how you can wear your hair in a professional setting was changed, meaning black people could wear their hair the way it grew out of their hair. They didn't have to wear wigs or wear it straight because it was illegal to do that in America. Go figure. That law just got changed just before the pandemic. That's crazy, right? So when people say that there's not racism, you could lose your job if you came out with like Afro puffs or if you came out with your hair Afroed out. They say that's unprofessional. It literally was illegal up until 2018 by law. So when you want to consider saying that's not racist, it's because you don't know. You need to crack open your Google book and read. You need to study the laws. You need to see what people are going through. You need to have dissent. Look outside of your bubble and stop screaming that things aren't racist. If you're saying it's not racist, it's probably racist. Right? Just just bottom line. You know, and these are the topics we got to talk to because there's a lot of privilege being passed around that shouldn't have been there from the beginning. And it's trying to be held on to by screaming to other people that they have the same rights and privileges as they do, when in fact, they don't. Okay, so if this strikes a chord, keep listening, because you, my friend, can help to change the world for the better. You know how we start that? We start that by acknowledging that people are people, everyone unique, even if you're an identical twin, you've got your own separate fingerprint, there's number one, which means each individual comes with their own qualities, their own talents, their own gifts to give to the world. And to make the world complete, you have to add your gifts and talents into the proverbial pot. And so that we can see uh, the world go round. Because, again, I like to say this often, but if there are a bunch of garbage men taking out the garbage all day, what would the other of us have to do? I mean, I'm not taking out the garbage. I already pay well, but... But you know what I mean? What did everybody else do? There's got to be people making the garbage. Take out the garbage. There's got to be people making, you know, food to feed people. you got to be people, you know... Running hotels to cater to flight people who get off flights to you know go on vacations. There's gotta be this, there's gotta be that, there's gotta be that, there's gotta be these. 
you gotta be create uh, museums to create artists to, to paint the art that's going into the museums and so on and so forth the world goes around by adding our gifts to it now the beautiful thing about this world is that there is so many beautiful inhabitants there's so many beautiful people you just look around and you go out in the world and you say I'm gonna scratch the grease off of my lenses off my bubble and try to see what's around me with clarity then you tell me if you don't notice that there is a bunch of people, yes, they might have immigrated, but if you're not indigenous, you immigrated too, my friend, my guy, or my gal, or my friend. This isn't your America, unless you're indigenous, or you're Canada, or you're anywhere else. Especially in America, we have that complex this is my America. You're American. They're over here illegally immigrated. Your people. The same people that are saying that your forefathers did that. Okay? Just because you've been here longer doesn't mean that you didn't get here somehow. So you're an immigrant, legal or not. So let's take our illegal immigrant sunglasses and legal immigrant sunglasses that often realize there was a voyage to get here. This ain't your homeland, my friend. All right? So now, with that said, let's start to look at people for what it is that you may have in common. There's similarities, usually. When you dig into, you know, what people really have going on, most often you'll find out that you're more similar than you aren't. That you have a lot more in common than you don't. You know, some of you are, you know, listening to this podcast and one of you is of Asian descent and the other one of you is of Caucasian descent. And you're both going through a divorce with a narcissist that really chaps your hide because all they do is lie. Lie on you, lie to you, lie about you. And you could speak totally different languages, but you still are dealing with the same garbage. You get my drift? Or you could be listening to this podcast and you're a parent, you're a mom. Let's just, you know, you're a mom. And you're just about to get on the phone. Carol's calling you. You put the podcast on hold, answer your call. And then your your babies, your children, they got a million questions to start asking you all of a sudden. Hey, so mom, mom, what are you making for dinner tomorrow? You just ate, you have a freaking chicken in your mouth. You shut up and eat that. Talk to me about what I'm making for dinner tomorrow. Why do you have to ask me a question right now? Right when Carol called. No one had to ask me a question. The whole time I have been doing nothing but sitting in silence. And as soon as I get on the phone, talking you little holes have to ask me questions that are so ridiculously obsolete so mom do you know what Char- I don't care what Charlie said to you at recess you talk to him about it tomorrow <laughs> every parent I don't care where you're from you can be from Iowa or you can be from Iowaska 
Is that ayahuasca? <laughs> Is that ayahuasca a city or a drug? I'm not sure. <laughs> See, I have too many friends of too many different cultures. People are like, I'm trying ayahuasca and psilocybin tomorrow if you'd like to try it. I meant like you can have, you can be from Iowa or you can be from Iran. Every child is going to ask you a question right when you get on the phone. See, you have more in common than you don't. Right? That being said, is that, and these are just regular things. Somebody, you you know, you are indigenous and you are driving in your car about to go to work and you got cut off. And you cussing somebody out just like the, the you know, South Sudanese person that's, you know, driving on the highway that just got cut off. Everybody's mad and cussing at the person who cut them off. So the point is, is that we're human beings living, we're spirits living a human being experience if we really want to get down to it. But I'm not trying to go there. I'm not trying to always go to, to the spiritual side of things sometimes I'm just trying to make it make sense to people who don't want to talk about spiritual stuff and that's fine right because I'm I'm always learning anyways but honestly we're just human beings bumping into each other living life going through similar things right and so when you realize that you want to just give people the chance to be people. If someone is a legal immigrant and they got here however they got here, they probably left for a reason. A lot of people don't want to leave where they grew up. You know, that's not what they choose to. It's me, I do. I'm a world traveler. I like to travel the world. I might not have tra- I might not be traveling a lot right now because of well, all the other intricate details of my life. Yeah, I got to go through. I got three kids. I got to figure out how to, you know, fend for. I got, you know, I got a lot of stuff to do before I can just travel the world. But, you know what I mean? Like, I get it. I I, I want to do all that stuff. But, like, not everybody wants to leave their hometown. A lot of people leave because there's wars and because there's famine and because there's just not a lot of opportunities. So they leave, you know? And so if they're coming over to America for a better life, it's because they heard that there's more opportunities there. And they don't. They they might live and survive longer than they would if they stayed there because a lot of countries are at war, and a lot of people. So you just imagine yourself being them. Try this approach. Imagine yourself being one of them, one of those um, Mexican people that are coming across the border over to America, and they are on your soil. Go back to your country. Now, before you say that, remember where you came from. And before you say that, remember that they're probably in need, just like your people were in need when they came. Right? So when we take that superiority complex and we wash it clean with the Dove soap. This isn't sponsored by Dove, but hey, I'm always looking for marketers. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Seriously. So if we can think about people being people and us having these kind of wild experiences very much so like each other, then we'll realize that we can be closer to finding a solution, especially now with this one world global economic system that we're about to roll up on. It's happening because if if all of a sudden these rogue groups are 
passing laws that the mayor is not in charge of, the governor is not in charge of. And now you don't have, there's not cash bail, there's not arrestable offenses of really some pretty heinous crimes. All of a sudden, now the blue, what does that tell you? If there's not freedom, freedom, there's fascism. This is fascism. Right? Like, this is weird. It's this very dark time. It's not cute. And this isn't just happening in Chi-Town, or it won't just affect Illinois. It will affect all the other states you watch. And then this is also happening, apparently, in England. The police are on strike. And they are saying, well, they're doing this to better serve black and brown people, people of color. That ain't better serving black and brown people. You made life crappy for black and brown people. Then you're like, well, if you want to say F12, well, then you go out there and figure it and just kill each other off some more. And we'll just figure it out later. And we'll make you guys the villains because, well, we changed the law too. It's called safety. It's called the safety act. Where it's, that's so like an oxymoron. It's not going to be safer to let people out who are committing arson and who are rob, creating burglaries and and second degree murder and threatening politicians and blah, blah, blah. It's not going to make it easier. It's going to make you scream to tighten up the laws, which is going to further, further hurt black and brown communities because you haven't rehabilitated black and brown people properly you just it's just like you're just clowning at this point like y'all say f12 well here you go f y'all figure it figure yourself out govern yourself and this is gonna go crazy in england england is gonna go crazy and america's gonna go crazy you got these leaders working with you know, certain hot leaders who are off our radar in private st- private structures like the World Economic Forum and they're trying to create this whole Great Reset where there's a one-world kind of order and this is going to stoke that and amp it up faster because by 2030, it sh- they should be this should be a global system. If you haven't heard about it, search it up, World Economic Forum. And this could have nothing to do with them. But if I'm reading what they have planned, Project Blue Beam and whatnot, then I'm reading, I'm seeing that it's probably something that, you know, should be something to look into. And if it's going to make the world better, well, yeah. Well, then, hey, maybe it may be. I'm just giving you something to think about, look into, and and maybe go, ah, I see it. You see, the most, for the most part, 80% of folks or followers 15% of the people are going to create the the whole event and 5% of us are going to check it out we're going to oversee it, we're going to be observers I'm not moving no directions, I'm just going to watch it and this is just what I'm seeing I'm seeing some chaos happening and I'm seeing how it starts, it starts off with a noble mission and then it goes crazy and it's like no thank you so stop thinking that, yeah, we're just going to hear, we're going to just, you know, <sighs> we're going to make, you know, life better for you guys by abolishing the police. Well, it's, do, listen, also do this while you're at it. Take those popo and put them through special training. And yes, I do hear that they're doing that. Put them through special training while they're on the job. 
maybe even yes, take a moment to take put into special training while you're going through this structure change. But like, anti-racism would be very, very, very decent, I think. And uh, you know, that type of thing, I think, is going to go longer. Um, it's going to go a little bit longer, further distance than it would otherwise, right? So I don't know. I, I'm 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 concerned as to what I'm seeing because I think I'm following the news, and again, it's you know the 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 safety, S A F T Act in Chicago in Illinois, and then this new uh, breaking news. Uh, police going on strike in, in, in the UK is a pretty alarming, especially now that the Queen is dead and they're all going through the, the funeral and all these other things are happening. All of a sudden, there was a shooting of an unarmed black man, and people are amped up. They're mad, kind of like George Floyd mad. And now the police are saying, We're going to take, we're going to go ahead and, you know, scrap. We're going to scrap it. We're going to just let people have it. We're gonna, y'all don't want safety. We're going to not make you safe. There just needs to be a bit of a little more cohesiveness to make this an actual structural change as opposed to chaos. You want to ensue chaos, which would then make sure that a global kind of response will happen. Then keep this up. Because then at this point, we're going to be making... Uh, some changes and some fingers will be pointed in certain racial directions or certain ethnic directions and it's going to get worse than it before it gets better because not only will there be crime to the hilt but there will be no structure in regards to how to rehabilitate people that come from the background of crime ridden societies when they don't know anything different it's just like taking an, a, a lion out of the jungle and telling him to sit at a table upright with his legs crossed and hold a knife and a fork. It's not going to happen. It's just something to think about. Something to think about. Think about it. Later. assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk this podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise the wtf landia radio group
group does not endorse, approve, recommend, or certify any information, product, process, service, or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast. And information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement. The third-party materials or, or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion, standards, or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this reliance on or inability to use this podcast or the information presented in this podcast. Welcome to your WTF Landia radio show, folks. It's your girl. Char Michelle. <clears throat> ah, hello, my friends. Hello, my friends. Hello, my friends. At least one thing is for sure. You and me, me and you, we can trust each other. We can trust each other. And see, you can trust that when you go and do your nightly routine or your morning routine after you've downloaded WTF Landia Radio Show and you are ready to unwind or wind up for your day. Either way, I'm just giving you both options. Uh, whether you're listening to this in the bathtub or just at the dinner table, table over the loud home speaker or, or even with your AirPods tuning everybody out. <laughs> or your headphones or you're just about to jump on the sky train or you know public transportation or hop into your whip and uh, set off for your day one thing's for sure the trust that you and I have is one thing that can be counted on you can trust that you're going to get a load of that good WTF and I can trust that I'll have you back and back and back again. And see, that's what a good relationship does right there, my friend. It's based on trust. But guess what? <laughs> guess what, y'all? Guess what? There's not a lot of trust happening over in the UK. In fact, it's the more untrustworthy relationship that I have ever, ever imagined. Listen, I just want to catch you up for those people. And I want to catch people up for those folks who are listening in the future. See, I understand that this is a NFT of sorts. It's podcast gold and you can check it out. 
20 years from now, if the world is a thing at that point. And so when you do, I want to let you know what we were dealing with during this time in the year 2022, in the month of September. Okay, I'm going to give you just a little gist of what we're going to. And uh, the jam is, the jam of the cake is the fact that Queen Elizabeth II uh, passed away this month. And not only that, did her son, King Chuck, now King Chuck, otherwise known as, or formerly known as, Prince Charles. He's uh, stepped up in the place and he's ready to take his seat on the throne. And here's what's going on, y'all. I'm just going to cut to the chase because it's wild. And I feel like we have built a relationship. You know that I'm here to give you that news. It makes you go, what the is I'm looking at here? Sure, Michelle, give it to me the best way you do, the way you do, how you do, what you do. And so I'm going to do that for you. And see, and that's why our relationship is better known as trustworthy. Because you're gonna, you're gonna definitely, <laughs> you're gonna. Oh my gosh, I just there's just so much happening. Anyway, speaking, speaking of what we're here for, and that is formally informing the listener twenty years from now in twenty forty of what was going on in the month of September in 2022. And that's a fact that there is a lot. And when I say a lot, first of all, it's weird that we still have this sovereignty, this, this, this monarchy over across the pond in the UK that they still bow down and hail the queen and king. It's so outdated. It feels like we are living in a... Well, story tell, like a, like a fairy tale book. Fairy tale books are made for fairy tales. But you can tell that we're not a fairy tale because you heard the sirens of the ambulance going by right there, right? Like the days of old. Remember this podcast radio show where we used to hear a lot of those sirens? Well, we're back and we can hear them again because we're at levels where my soundproof room is, well, en route. Let's just say that. But anyways, back to the point. King Chuck and his royal entourage, they're having problems. One, the baby mamas of the two princes, they is just a hot, they are not getting along. They are not getting along. They have, they're trying. They're making it, they are, I listen, these, these princes, Harry and, and William, they chose a couple of good ones. They chose a couple. Well, the, the one lady, uh, Prince William's wife, she used to be a, nightclub model of some sorts and then uh you know megan used to be a regular on television so they're needless to say they're good at acting and <laughs> you can't tell you cannot tell at all that there's friction underneath it all but when you listen to harry and megan's podcast you can tell there's a lot of what the is happening in that royal family and it's just pouring out into the news they're mad that it made megan and harry are holding hands 
why would they do that? It's so, so rude. Wouldn't you rather know that the monarchy or people like you and me, like they like you, like they hold hands because Megan and Harry just got married and they're like in year two of, you know, they're just still loving and liking each other. And William and the other girl could care less. They've been married for well over a decade and they can barely stand each other. Kate. Kate and William are like, nope, not, nope. You done left your drawers on your side of the bedroom. And I don't like you this morning. This morning. You suck. So that would be normal. Like, that's something that we should be used to seeing. And we should acknowledge that. Oh, yeah, yep, yep. This is it. This is real. Doesn't it feel more real this way? But they don't want nobody to hold hands or for the princes to, you know, look after their wives in a, in a way. So they're giving uh, Megan the gears for being black and beautiful and, and not giving a f- fart. You know, and uh, it's weird. It's weird, though, that we're even still doing this. All the black women in, in Inglewood, California, which is where Megan comes from, they were just like, oh, my gosh, she done bagged the prince, y'all. Who knew? That within that family, they would be swirling inward out at the grandbabies, at the at the baby, at the babies, at the kids. Ruining or thickening up the royal blood is what uh, uh, Prince Harry and Meghan said that people were talking about amongst the family members. Bringing that African blood to that really thin, 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 thin skin, and it's just rude. It's rude. It's rude to 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 to. to, to you know, insinuate that um, that blood needed to be thicker. We needed something else. We need to cut out the embryos. And I'm sure there's tails underneath some of those guys' suits. Didn't they used to marry the son? The son mothers used to marry the sons and keep the royal blood thick. It's a weird. It's weird. I would find it difficult to get down and to get down with that family. Uh, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's how the world started off. It was they had to start off where you know you had to they had to crossbreed. You think about it. There was Adam and Eve. There wasn't four people that started off this earth. So I get it. But it's just weirder when you've come along so far and you have to you stay in when you get to the royal history. When then they just kind of continued on keeping that royal bloodline royal. And what's royal about a bloodline? What is what? It's more, anyways, I'm just going to keep, well, I, I know this is not a keep your thoughts to yourself. This is a podcast. We have to share our thoughts. I think it's weird. I think to get other blood in the bloodline is more royal than not, than to keep the Shanti. Well, just look at the people in that family. They're not cute. You need to bring in other people to make it cute. <laughs> Megan and Harry's kids are very cute. They got that red top. They got that carrot top. It's very cute. Just very cute. And so, all that to be said is that we have some issues going on. Though. We still have some issues. King Charles is the third is tidying up the royal house, guys. Guess what he's doing? <laughs> oh, my God. UK's newly anointed monarch is reportedly planning to amend the law on who can fill in for him if he's incapacitated. Here's the thing. Queen Elizabeth II could have done the same thing. She could have put her sister in charge of the throne, or even William, 
or even Harry if she wanted to. There is a rule that the person who's sitting on the throne can anoint who becomes who comes next if they were something were to happen to them. You know what that tells me? It tells me this. What we came into this podcast radio show talking about trust. You can trust me, guys. You can trust that I'll bring that good news, that hot news, that crazy news, and keep it calm. And I can trust that you're coming back. Because who doesn't want to hear, understand that? Ooh, they ain't loyal. These ninjas in a royal house ain't loyal. Because if King Charles, King Chuck the Third, is saying, I'm nope, I'm gonna, I am going to change the rules that if I die or get incapacitated or fall ill, that none of y'all is taking the throne. He is saying, he is formally saying that Harry and William would not be up next if he were to die. Who comes next then? Then who would he put in charge? <gasps> the dark horse. I think it's a dark horse. I don't see Chuck living this thing out very long, to be honest. I'm giving him a month or two. In my mind, that's just, I don't know why. I don't feel like his fingers look too swollen. Look like he might have high blood pressure. <laughs> I don't see this working out. <laughs> I don't see this working out. Anyways. The move, this move, this chess move that King Charles, King Chuck is making, uh, would see the Duke of York, the Duke of Sussex, and Princess Beatrice all relieved of their duties as official stand-ins for the sovereign, should he be disposed. The Duke of York, a.k.a. Prince Williams, the Duke of Sussex, a.k.a. Prince Harry. Oh! And Prince Beatrice, and Princess Beatrice, the sister of Queen Elizabeth. Okay, okay. That is saying all y'all. I don't trust. I don't trust none of y'all. You're gonna try to kill me. So I'm taking you. I'm relieving you of your duty. So that doesn't happen. I don't need anybody sticking ether in my oatmeal. I don't need that extra stress in the morning. I don't even like pin ink pen pads on my signing desk. They're in the way and such a nuisance. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> oh, King Chuck had a problem. He, you can tell he's short tempered. He it was on the news. Well, it was a camera caught him, you know, signing off, signing over, um, you know, the documents that would make him king on the national television, I'm not sure he knew he was on there, but he was having a nothing short of a panic attack about uh, the ink bottles being in the way as he signed, you know, over to become king <laughs> of all. Wow, like he's like, oh, this is so stupid, and he hurled the name of God in there. Dear goal, this is so stupid. It's just. An ink tablet. I've got 25 cents in my bank account right now. Shut it, Chuck. <laughs> like, 
The commoners better keep warm. You guys are having an energy crisis there. You trying to make it do? What are y'all really trying to do out there in England? And I feel I feel like it's going to be a global thing. But there's an energy crisis. They ain't got no energy in California either. It's warmer there, so they can probably pass. But I think in England, as it gets colder, we're going to see what it do. We're going to see what it do. I think people are going to freeze to death because they ain't going to have no energy bills to warm up their house as they pay for a parade that King Chuck doesn't even want. He seems they don't want nobody else in his family to, 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 you know, have what he have either. It's wild. We are going to watch this play out. But hey, under 1937 Regency Act, let's talk about it. The spouse of a monarch and the four adults in line for the throne can be called up as counselors of state on official business. While Queen Elizabeth II was still alive, those roles were filled by Charles, Prince William, Prince Harry, and creepy Prince Andrew, the one who got caught up with young underage girls, basically, basically the pedophile. In the, in the group Prince Andrew he was at he was doing duties she had to get him out of bail him out of jail for 25 million or something like that I'm not sure anyways he's a creep but anyways he's hanging out with uh you know Jeffrey Epstein who we don't know where he is but we know he's alive no one just dies we no one asked to see his body where's his corpse no one showed us where Epstein's corpse is he's tucked away in some, some dark demonic t- tunnels where they do witchcraft Ah, you guys are nasty. All oh, the wealthier you get, the creepier you get. Made Jesus rebuke y'all. Literally, all y'all. It's so dark. It just even thinking about what y'all got going on, especially with Jeffrey Epstein and all them other people doing rituals. You wealthy people gotta chill. You know, you you you. The, the life on earth is so short. Is it? It's what good is it for a man to sacrifice his soul just to gain the world? Huh? What good is it? You have an afterlife to think, unless you don't believe in that sort of thing. You don't believe in heaven or hell, then, you know, do what you do good. But if you do, why would you sacrifice eternity in a glorious place just to be rich on this earth to floss for these rubbish humans? Doesn't matter. I mean, like, it's weird. Anyways, it's dark. The palace has been under pressure to remove both Prince Harry and Prince Andrew from their roles as they are no longer working members of the royal family. What? I know, but Prince Harry just married a black woman and had some black kids. Why? Why? He left, sure, but you guys should be wanting him back. That's the best scenario over there. Prince Andrew, he can kick rocks and fly off to where and where F. Jeffrey is, as far as I'm concerned. But like, really? Anyways, it's believed. Here's 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 the gag. It's believed that the king recognizes the incongruity of having a trio of non-working royals able to step into his shoes if he is abroad or incapa- incapacitated. And you know, Charles will reportedly have the law changed as soon as he can. He's like, I don't want to do that. And he will possibly elevate his sister Prince Anne and younger brother, Prince Edward, into the position. He's like, I don't trust y'all, but these guys, they've been coming to these WEF conferences with me. Um I'm not sure they have, I'm just playing. But, you know, they probably will handle my business properly with my kids. No, I don't trust y'all. You done married a beautiful black woman. Ugh. You're Garbage, and you 
William, well, your hairline mimics mine, and that's also weird. <sighs> and Andrew, ugh. You know, I, I, I know he's not even kicking William out. I don't know what he's doing with William. I haven't really understood that part yet. But anyways, it's apparently rare for counselors of state to be called up, but it has happened. Any changes will have to be enacted by the House of Parliament anyways. But as soon as he gets into office, he's going to do what his mom, what many thought his mother, Queen Elizabeth II, should have did. They're thinking she should have did that. Like, I'm sorry, my voice has gotten... Usually when I'm doing these podcasts and I'm excited that I've noticed the last three have been very like, my voice has been doing this kind of, and I'm like that. I like to be calm. Let's bring it back there. (laughs) But you know what I mean? Like it's, I just wonder what it is that we're going to be looking at. I wonder what it is that we're going to see if he's going to say, hey, gone are the days when the, you know, ones that are beneath me come up and step up and take the role i don't trust you guys i don't want your kids in the throne either it's something isn't it all these years that that woman was alive i didn't i don't know that anybody saw her dying she seemed like she was going to be around for quite some time but now that that's the case i don't see prince chuck or king chuck living it out too long with the amount of, it almost looks like he's gone septic in his fingers. This is all I'm saying. I'm not sure. But hey, I think that that is the problem that we're looking at. There's just so much problems. The, the wives aren't happy with each other. <sighs> the procession, you know, there's like Kate Middleton and Meghan Markle have been like, I don't know what they're mad about. Like, what what can Kate be mad about? Megan's way, in my opinion, way more uh, successful in her personal life than Kate was. And just because you married the older brother doesn't make you, I guess it does make her more of a higher authority. But, like, does that really work out in the real world? If you marry my brother and you guys have been married longer, I don't care. Don't thumb your nose up at me. I don't really care. Who cares? It's so weird. No one cares. But I'm one of those people. I'm rebellious when it comes to that stuff. If you think that you have a moral authority over me because you have you have some sort of hierarchy over me because you have more money or more prestige or more this, then you're just wrong because all that stuff is so fleeting. Sure, you may have more status in that moment, but that could still disappear tomorrow. And then what are you? So all that to say is, I just would imagine that people should treat people nice regardless. I think that Kate Middleton should be kind to Megan. And Megan should be kind to that Kate girl. It's just be just toss around kindness in that thing. There's death going on and, and, and colonizing issues to deal with in the future. Because other people are woke. And they're like, wait, 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 she died. And we don't care. No one saw her dying, so they kept their feelings to themselves. <laughs> now that she's dead, everybody's saying, abolish the monarchy. In the monarchy, that's garbage. It's just a story tale. It's a fairy tale. Fairy tales are made for books, not real life. And I have to say, I might agree. Either way, it's a statutory holiday tomorrow, and my kids are off of school. So what we'll do is not learn about the monarchy. We know enough. I'll let them listen to this podcast episode if they like to tidy up. <laughs> What's going on? 
<laughs> Mom, so what's going on? I don't know. Pop on WTF Landia radio show. Okay. <laughs> also, Prince Prince Harry and uh, Meghan Markle were discovered they were uninvited from the reception to speak to the press. They were going to use the press like their podcast. Let me tell you what happened in the greenhouse just before we walked out to the, you know, like they're going to start like peeling off layers of things. Because they both gave good interviews. Did you guys watch the Oprah interview? I would imagine that if they have press in front of them, it might not end well. They're just protecting their <laughs> they're protecting their royalty at this point. Because what I here's what I see. I see after the dust settles, which is tomorrow, and she's laid to rest, buried and gone. Then things will have to then after this is tomorrow is going to be September the nineteenth. And the funeral will be officially held. They've just been having days and days of like mourning, right? So tomorrow is the official burial of Queen Elizabeth II, um, the Queen of England. And uh, then they'll start, what they'll do is they'll start handing um, stipend checks out to the rest of the globe in the form of one trillion dollars for the u.s and so on and so forth all the places they colonized and everybody can mourn and cheer at the same time it'll be a kerfuffle 90 percent of the globe will have this stipend various amounts depending on how much they colonized their countries and they're all gonna get back to normal <laughs> Later, 